0: on this week's tips from the top floor it's time to review some of your greatest photos it's slack challenge time also woody has a question about shooting through a mirror this is tips from the top floor episode 861 for the 4th of april 2019
1: tips from the top from the top floor tips from
0: Hey, hello and welcome. It's Chris, and uh, you're listening to Tips from the Top Floor, the longest running photography podcast in existence. Whew, lots going on. Um, Let's see. I'm in the middle of preparing for a workshop for next weekend. Monica and I hold this now annual workshop in Berlin, a film photography workshop, Film Extreme, where we will push and pull, do color negative, expired film slide film cross processing we'll just see how far we can take it with film and uh again it's, a, it's an annual thing now hope we can continue doing this um very exciting event very outside the norm just to yeah have a bit of fun with film for a couple of days so yeah it'll be next weekend uh what else oh i've been guest on a on another podcast on the uh, what's your passion podcast so if you're interested in finding out how I got here and why I'm doing what I do, that might be a good place to listen to. So I'll link to th- that in the show notes. Also, oh yeah, quick <laughs> quick thing. You might have noticed the buy me a coffee button in the show notes. There's this some some podcast podcast uh clients have that or show that in the show notes and it's a, a simple way to give uh well to buy me a coffee pretty much um and thanks to all the supporters who chimed in there but there was a tiny little misconfiguration (laughs) for about a week so uh, those who bought me a coffee in the last couple of weeks you probably got your money back on paypal because it couldn't reach me yeah my bad (laughs) sorry for that Last bit of follow-up before we get into the Slack challenge is the uh, the advertising thing. Last episode, I asked you guys about your opinion on me taking generic ads on the show as opposed to photography-specific ads. You, you will notice I do not have advertising on this uh, episode, for example. And uh, I got several mails. And thanks, everyone, for writing. The gist was pretty much 100 percent that people do not mind generic ads which surprises me because i don't know i yeah but but I, I listen to a lot of podcasts so sometimes you know it happens that i get the same mattress uh commercial five times in a day which yeah kind of <laughs> drives me up the wall but it might complete be completely different um maybe the majority of you guys have have no opinion or don't care um But there's still something in me where doing generic ads doesn't sit quite right. So never say never, but uh, for now, I won't do that. I won't go that route. So let's talk about the Slack challenge. Um, The isolated subject challenge, which was up um, for a bit longer than usual. And uh, yeah, I think... I think we have finally come to the point where I should take a closer look. So um, as usual, I have chosen three pictures to review. And uh, uh, this was the isolated subject challenge that Matt, really spixy Matt, uh, posted. And I will po- put all the links to those images in the show notes and talk about it here, which I know is a bit unusual to talk about uh, photos on a audio only show but yeah you um, you can watch along if you are if you're a member of the slack some of the photos are in the slack slack hosts the files and then you uh, would have to be a member of the slack which is free uh, and i think a couple of the photos are outside of the slack on flickr which yeah you can have pictures anywhere to participate in the slack challenge and those you can, of course, view publicly. Anyway, long story short, let's begin. The first one is by Joe Russo. Um, and Joe posted a picture titled Daisy. Um, and by the way, thanks everyone for titling your photos. Everyone who I picked for this <laughs> challenge is has put a title on their photos. And you know I'm one of my pet peeves pictures that do not have a proper title so I appreciate that Um, Joe's photo is called Daisy and what Joe has done I like I like that because it's kind of a very simple but very effective form of isolating a subject from the surroundings and uh, that is by just eliminating the surroundings by not having anything in the background that could be in the way And, of course, what uh, Joe did here... Well, first of all, it's a macro shot of a flower. Beautiful colors. Um, I think the focus could maybe be a bit deeper. um, But that doesn't really matter. I I still like the photo. And then the backdrop is black. There's nothing there that could be in the way or distracting from the subject. So, um, Joe, good job. I like that. And uh, let's move on to the second one, which is titled Peach Blossoms by Denise Roof. And Denise has done something, well, first of all, similar, because it's also a picture of, of, of flowers, not just one, but uh, multiple flowers. But those are not in front of a neutral background. Those are in front of the rest of the tree. There's a tree behind there. And so it's not, a, not an as simple background. And there's leaves there. And there's, uh, yeah, again, other blossoms there. But um, what she's done is uh, Denise has isolated the subject using depth of field, which again is a very, very good way to isolate a subject from the background by not focusing, literally not focusing on the background, but by focusing on the subject and by using an aperture that's wide enough or a focal length that's long enough so you get shallow depth of field. And that that works really well. And, And sharpness, what does sharpness do? It makes hard edges. And that is very distinct from the uh, soft and blurry edges that um, in the background that make everything kind of flow into each other. And then, oh, by the way, the focus is also on a bee. So that is another way to isolate a subject by having a subject that is different from the rest. And that bee is clearly different from the rest. So good job, Denise. And uh, the... Third one is titled Cocoa Mountain with Grain of Salt by Eran Pinasov. And uh, this one <laughs> this one threw me initially it threw me because it's it's a landscape photo, but it's a macro landscape photo. So what he has it's yeah, that's cocoa powder and it is arranged in a way that looks like a mountainscape like 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 dunes in the desert and that was yeah f- my first thought and it looks like it's orange in the back so it looks like there's a sunset or something going on back there um, now you can kind of tell it's not a landscape shot because of the shallow depth of field there's, it's very shallow but, and the focus is clearly on that ridge in the foreground but then there's one thing that that kind of sticks out and that is a grain of salt so there is yeah, a bit of a I, I have no good idea how big it is. It's really hard to tell, but it clearly sticks out as the subject because it's different from the rest. Uh, the light direction is beautiful, so it's it's lit from behind, so you'll see the 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 rim, the edge of that cocoa dune in the front and in the in the background as well. So yeah, the, the contrast works well. The the subject has a different color, so it is clearly isolated. Also, sort of in front of a black background because there's shadow behind it, and it's being lit from behind. And 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 the grain of salt is is one of a kind, so it clearly sticks out. So, awesome job in isolating the subject. Also, awesome job in in just building that shot because or that set because I think that's what you did. I don't think this happened by accident. <laughs> good good job. And then last but not least, there is one bonus photo and that is by our release pixie Matt Armstead and it's a photo titled isolation and I like this because it is so simple it's a black and white photo and you see um, well in the middle there's a person and the person is walking away from the camera the person is quite far back actually it's not close to the camera it doesn't fill the frame at all it's very small in the frame and the person walks away under uh, you know these these kind of makeshift temporary underpasses a- at construction sites in like in in cities where you'd have um, scaffolding and uh, that would protect people from stuff falling from from up above from the construction site so the person is walking in that tunnel in that sort of open tunnel and i've initially thought why does this work i mean why how does this subject work And, and there is a very clear and good way that matt used there to isolate the subject from the background and that is by contrast by sheer contrast you have a subject that has a that person has a black jacket, dark pants on, a dark hat, and everything behind that person is brighter. So there is clear clear contrast uh, separation between the foreground and the background. And then in addition, the the scaffolding just makes lines, perspective lines that all point to the subject, so it's yeah, it's the center of attention even though it's really not that big in the photo. So everyone, excellent job. Thanks for participating in the challenge and um, we're up to the next challenge. Matt, take it away.
1: Hello, everyone. Draw the Release Pixie here, and we're just wrapping up the March 2019 challenge. That was a longer one due to some vacation times and some things like that, but we did what we could, and everybody hopefully got in that they wanted to get in, so Chris will be reviewing those soon. Uh, time to set up the next challenge. So this is for May 2019, so we'll go back to our normal two-month challenge time. And uh, the challenge this time is low angle, so what you need to do is get out... And get down. So you want to take that picture from low. Most pictures that we take and we see are taken from normal human height. So for me, that's you know six foot two. For you, it's whatever height that is. So things are different when you look at them from a toddler's point of view. When you're looking at you know two feet from the floor or even two inches from the floor. So get out, take that picture, uh low angle, no other restrictions, just do it, edit it however you like. Choose one photo, give it a name. That's not just the file name that came out of the camera. Host it on your favorite photo editing website, or you can even upload it to Slack. Uh, Post a link into the May 2019 Challenge channel, which will be created, uh, hopefully, when this audio is going out. And at the end of uh, May 2019, Chris will pick a couple, and he'll talk about them in an episode, and we'll go to the next challenge. So uh, happy shooting, everybody. Thanks, Matt. Get out and get down. So this is the next challenge, Low Angle.
0: And you have until the end of May 2019, Low Angle. And here's how you can participate in the May 2019 Slack Challenge. If you are already on the tf Slack, just go to the new channel. It's named Challenge-May2019. If you're already a Slack member, I'll put the link to the new channel in the show notes if you're not a member of the tfttf slack just yet what on earth are you waiting for <laughs> seriously hey, it's easy to get on there it's free it's a great community and yeah there are challenges and stuff check out tfttf.com slash why slack again link in the show notes that's where you get access to uh the slack our cio rusty russ our chief invitation officer will be more than happy to get you on board and as usual there's no prizes to win the reason for you to participate is motivation is going out and getting back into that photography mode that so many of us have kind of kind of tucked away during winter including myself didn't shoot as much as i wanted to um get off your butts and work on your photo mojo and then of course i will pick a few pictures so there is a bit of a uh, a prize but your photo might be might be here on the show and linked in the show notes and everything and as there is nothing to win other than some practice and a bit of me talking about it that will make you a better photographer you know you don't just don't just go out and pull out an old photo from your Lightroom catalog take a new one that's what this is about that's the point of these assignments and you have until the end of May and I'm looking forward to seeing your photos for the low angle challenge
2: Hi Chris, my name is Woody and I run a YouTube channel where I demonstrate keyboards and synthesizers and sometimes I use a mirror next to the synth to show a reflection of my face as I'm playing. I've noticed sometimes the focus is really off, which got me thinking about how to correctly focus on a reflection. As an example, say I'm standing five meters from a mirror and want to take a photograph of myself do I set the focus distance to 5 metres or to 10 metres? Another example, I want to capture the reflection of some distant mountains on the surface of a nearby lake. So if I'm manually focusing, do I choose to set the distance to the mountains or to the lake? I think I know the answer, but I really don't understand why. So I'd love to hear your take on it. Thanks ever so much, Chris. Keep up the good work. Hey, thanks, Woody. Uh, I checked out your
0: channel. Uh, i'll put a link in the show notes love the mirror idea very organic um such a low-tech way of doing this where others like have all these cameras and have a picture in picture and stuff no the mirror adds a very like organic feel to this and a good production value there so i like this mirror 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 on the wall you said you know you know the answer and that's probably true um but, but yeah, there's, there's a bit more to it. So if you shoot into a mirror, it really kind of depends on, first of all, what you want in focus, where you want the focus to be. That is your decision. Uh, and typically in your application, you probably want to focus on the reflection, right? On your own reflection, because that's what you put in the mirror, your own face. So the focus distance would be from the camera to the mirror, plus from the mirror to your face, the full length, as if the mirror wasn't there, as if you would were looking at your face. Or if you if you wanted the mirror to be in focus and and not focus on what's inside the mirror, you'd focus on the mirror, like on the on the edge of the mirror, for example. And that might not make sense in your YouTube videos, but I don't know. Maybe if that photography is more on the artsy side, then uh, that might make perfect sense. Now, luckily, your camera's autofocus works works just fine. No matter if you want if you shoot through a mirror or not uh if you focus on what's in the mirror it will do that and if you um and you'll have this sharp in the photo now in your specific case the whole thing might be a bit more difficult because you you have to mix two things in your videos you have like your hands on the keyboard you want those in focus plus your face in the mirror and you want that in focus too and if those are at different distances that you might have a bit of an issue so to get both in focus at the same time you'll want to make sure that the distance from the camera to your fingers is the same distance as as the distance from camera to the mirror plus the mirror to your face right so if those are drastically different then you might have an issue focusing properly but you can do this by moving the placement of the mirror right you can just move the mirror back and forth to you change the distances there until until you have those two distances equal. And uh, of course it helps if that then also ends up being a pleasing composition. And if you cannot get both completely equal, then there's one more tool that you can use and that's the aperture of your camera, uh, of your lens, because depth of field, again, works exactly the same no matter if there is a mirror involved or not. So you could make the aperture just a bit smaller in this way increase the area of focus and that, that will result in both your hands and your face being in focus. So that was it for this episode of Tips from the Top Floor I signing off for the rest of this week and I'll be back in another week if you like this episode you know what to do right tell others let others know come on you can do it make a little tweet or a little post or buy me a coffee come <laughs> on go to tfttf.com/coffee that's tfttf.com/coffee and yes it is it is configured the right way now Music for the show by Jeff Smith, Silent Parton, Hans-Peter Kagerwood Publishing and Slack Challenges by Release Pixie Matt, Rastor, Armstead, Slack Invitations by Chief Invitation Officer, CIO Rusty Russ and the link to get on the Slack is in the show notes so you can participate in the May Slack Challenge. <laughs> now, here's, as usual, the list of patrons and I was asked why I'm reading all the names at the end of the show and, you know... A while ago it occurred to me that while I make this show for everyone, and while I don't mind if you listen to the show for free, that's pretty much always going to be free, you know, patrons are the most important supporters. You guys give a dollar or more per episode. So actually I make the show first and foremost for you guys, the patrons. So this is one way of saying thanks. You're all very, very awesome and good looking. And since last week, there have been a couple of new patrons. So welcome to the club! Let's see if you can spot them in the list. Here we go: Jeremy Curwin, Jeffrey Block, Ken Davidson, Roger Nadel. Daniel Hertig, Alin Simeonew, still don't know how to pronounce your name, sorry. Marco Binder, Doug Gabbard, Peter Morrow, Alex Krauseau, Tom Stewart, Matt Armstead, Stu Silverman, Eran Pinasov, Holger Krupp Woody, Trevor Palmer, Ryan Gilio, Thomas Nilsson, Dave Smith, David Recht, John Donahue, Ken. Barryon, Steven Sandler, Just Me, Mr. Alan, Bruce Horn, Andrew B., Rob Duba, Chandra, Anthony, Jim Caldwell, Peter M. Spradling, James Trimble, Michael Grunert, Scott Bartek, Boski, Chad Le Clark, Robert Goshko, Sina Farad, Kyle Nishioka, and Josh Hopko. Thank you all so much. And if you want to be on this list, go to tfttf.com/support my name is chris Markward. you'll find me on social media at chris m a r q u a r d t now go out and take amazing photos share them with the world be nice to each other and happy shooting